I don't care what happens this year to me. I'm hitting my goals no matter what. Welcome to Sincerely Future You, a podcast for female entrepreneurs looking to scale their business by mastering their time, money, and drama. I'm your host, Jessica McKinley, founder of What's Happening Coaching, a life coaching program that helps ambitious women like you make decisions today with the future you in mind. Welcome back. Happy New Year. How are you feeling 2022? So far, so the same as 2021 or really different? I always love how everybody attaches so much meaning to a new year. And I love every opportunity to give my brain that extra boost it needs to feel more energy. So I'm all for it. Listen, your brain needs confidence in a couple of ways. One is the skill that you develop from attaching to your future self and believing that you're capable of something no matter what with zero evidence. And the other way is giving it some evidence, giving it something that it likes, something concrete, something that it's used to, a milestone, a fresh start, a new Monday or a new day of the month or a new day of the year. And if that's what your brain likes, throw it a bone. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So while I do not think that the new year is the only time to set goals, I think we're going to spend a lot of time talking about a way to reflect on the whole last year and a way to use the concept that is the whole point of this show, which is leaning on your future self, this person that exists as real as your past self, if you are using your imagination right and how to use her or him to access the part of you that's going to set up your goals in a way that's going to create something new, a new level of your business, a new level of your self-concept. And we're going to dive into that. But before we do, we have to shout out. We have to. No, we don't have to do anything. We're going to because it's so fun. Shout out the Hapster of the Week. And this week's Hapster of the Week is Sechiel. Oh my gosh, you guys. Sachiel came to me with a very specific goal. This isn't the case for all of my clients. Some people come, they just generally are ready for like something new or an up level, or they've been wanting to hire a coach for a while and we approach it in a different way. But Sachiel, she knew what she wanted to do. She wanted to leave her corporate job and she wanted to make a change and a transition to a new job. She she came to me with that very specific goal. And we said, we're going to spend the first half because I didn't think it was going to require six months to do. And it didn't. Um, We're going to spend the first half of our coaching just achieving this goal. And we created kind of like a 10-step plan to her thinking really deeply and oftentimes painfully about what she really wanted. And we stretched her ability to dream big in ways that she realized she was protecting herself from doing for some reason, like a lot of you guys do, because you don't think it's possible. You think it's unrealistic, or you think you need to take baby steps there. And she got specific about this dream job that she wanted. So specific, including that it had a modern beautiful, bright office. And you know what she just did this last week? She got hired at her dream job that we wrote up weeks ago. Literally, we created it from scratch from the title 
that she wanted, to the salary that she wanted, to the office space, to the location, to the types of people, to the types of person and role that she wanted to play in the team and the culture, everything. So specific did she get and so specific did she manifest this job. And when I don't love the word manifest because it feels like it doesn't give enough credit to the action and to the discipline that it takes to go after this because she was disciplined. I mean, we created an action plan after we did the thoughts and feelings plan and went after it and she did all the things. I mean, but most of the work was her mind management. She needed to become a different version of herself in order to do this. So when she finally got the job and she sent me this email, like, Jess, I can't believe we did it. Like, I was like, first of all, you did it because you, I cannot make you guys do anything and I cannot make you guys adopt a new thought. So, so proud of you, But she got so specific, it all came true that I was like, why didn't you say you wanted a jacuzzi in the office? Like, we should have gotten way more specific and way more crazy with this dream. And I think when you start to do this work that we do in happening sessions, when you start to see the results of working the model, of believing in something, doing the thought work to deepen your belief, this skill work of practicing believing in something new, that it creates a feeling and then following through consistently on that action plan to get a result. And then it starts happening. You're like, why did I think so small? Why didn't I get more specific? So I just needed to share you guys that share that story with you guys and shout out Sechiel because now it's like, what's next? It's so fun. Like as I say all the time, her life isn't better. It's still 50-50. She still is a human being with emotions, right? And she has new sets of problems. But the pursuit of this showed her a new possibility within her. And so now we're we're setting our sights on something bigger. Coaching is never done when you're still, when you understand what coaching does, which is the point of it is to grow you and to evolve you into the next level of yourself. And if that ever stops, it's not going to be a good thing for you, right? It's not going to feel, you won't feel as alive. So, okay. Shout out to Sechiel. Rock on. Happy new year to all you. Let's dive in. Have you set your goals yet for the year? Is this something you do? Is this something you dread? Is this something you're like, okay, kind of I'll bullet point some, but then you just don't really even believe that you're going to do it. I love all of you coming to me from different places because it doesn't matter what your level of belief is going into this goal setting process. We're going to crack it wide open, start from scratch, whether you're a pro or you're a beginner, and we're going to approach this in a new way. So let's talk about it. Setting goals is about deciding what we want to create in our future. It has nothing to do with our past. But except if you're basing your potential on your past. Before setting goals, we need to reset our brain and detach it from who we've been up until now. Because if you just go in and set goals and you're setting goals from the goals that you set last year or from the achievements that you had last year, from basically anything that you've created up until this point, you are missing the point. You are missing the strength of the model in understanding that really all you need to do is think something differently in order to create a different result. So if you didn't get the results that you wanted last year, you can look at it in a clean evaluation and say, 
what was I unwilling to let go of? So let's dive into some of those really, really important questions. These are things that I remind myself of before I start to set goals. Number one, I'm just scratching the surface here. Whatever I'm starting, even this year, I'm always like, it's crazy. Like these feel so big to me right now, but this is just me scratching the surface. Last year, all that growth that I had, that was just me scratching the surface. It just puts me into that place of possibility and high energy and the idea that growth is never too big. There's always more in more ways that I can expand, right? And it doesn't mean I always just strive for more and more and more money. There's different ways to expand, but we're just scratching the surface here, okay? Number two is I expect my brain to have fear, doubt, and resistance to my goals. If I don't, then they're just not big enough. So if you're going into it being like, I don't really like to set goals because it brings up all of my shit, right? Like it brings up all of your doubt. It brings up all of your insecurities. Good. That is the point, right? And if you're not setting goals because you're not willing to feel that negative 50%, that's part of the problem that's creating that other negative 50% that we talk about that's like right on the landing page of my website. If you haven't been, go right now, unless you're driving or in the shower, don't electrocute yourself, but whatshappening.com. And you'll see, I have this visual of two coins. And if you're not pursuing the one, the coin that has the negative 50% of discomfort and failure and fear and doubt and all of those emotions, then you're choosing to reap the negative uh, emotions of regret and lethargy and just general dissatisfaction or a lack of motivation. And it, it's just really kind of like one note, very like one note life. And if that feels like you, because you're scared to feel the more extreme emotions, then this podcast might just not be for you. Or it's time to actually take this, this episode to heart and do it. Okay. So expect those emotions. My job this year is practicing selling myself on my new self-concept, my new capacity. So even for me, I've done this growth work over and over and over again. I just have to remind myself that, hey, I'm going to set these goals and then I'm going to feel like I want to throw up right on track. Great. And then my job is not to be where where I want to go now, today, and beat myself up from day one. My job all year is to sell myself on my new self-concept. This is who I am. This is who I am. This is who I'm becoming, right? And we can bridge our way there. So here are some high quality questions to connect you to your future self and let go of your past. Number one, who do I need to become to get these results? I love that one. It's just like so simple and to the point and it is going to open a floodgate of brainstorming. Answer that question. Who do I need to become to get these results? Number two, what limiting beliefs do I need to let go of to make room for my greatness? So I want to give you an example of this in my own business, in my own life in the past. A limiting belief that I right now need to let go of in order to create the next level of my self-concept is that people need to know me in some way personally before they'll spend thousands of dollars to work with me. It's so interesting because I 
believe that people will only spend that when they either are referred by someone they know really well, or they, they know me and they've been following me for a while. And I'm, I've started in the last however many months in the mastermind too, letting go of this because I invest in my coach without ever meeting them or speaking to them. You know, I, my coach, Brooke, I paid her $18,000 in certification. My coach, Stacy, now I've paid her $50,000 and I've had maybe like two conversations with her ever. Right. And I hadn't had any conversations with her before I paid her the first 25K. So it's like, what does she believe about herself, about the result that she can get me, about the whole container that she's created that has allowed her to sell at such a high level, at such a high ticket price? And I realized that I didn't have that belief about me. Why am I going to go and do an email launch? And actually expect any cold traffic to convert and become warm. I don't believe that it's been possible. I don't believe that's who I am. But of course, people just, they read what I have to offer and they are so compelled and they just trust that I am the right coach for them that if they throw their money at me because they know they're going to get it, right? And my testimonials speak for themselves. I have to believe and I have to focus and I have to sell myself on those thoughts to get to where I want to go and to follow through on my action plan. And I cannot believe I have to let go of the thought that they need to know me personally, or I need to give them some attention in the DMs on Instagram, or I need to have a full conversation and a consult with them on the phone. It's not scalable for the million dollar business that I'm creating. Okay. So the third high quality question is, where do I need to become more efficient? This is just like, good business question in general, but I think that it really helps you attach to your future and look at your past in a clean, neutral way. Then where have I been thinking too small? Same thing, right? It's like stretch it. You set a goal and then be like, even bigger. Is this too small? I was just reading, I don't know if anyone listens to the podcast, The Hell Yes Entrepreneur by Becca Pike. Also really good. Uh, Becca is in... uh, my mastermind. And she was just talking about how she got specific in her goals this year. She went from, oh, I want to help X number of business owners to, I want to shift the temperature of the economy in Lexington, Kentucky, because of the work that I'm doing with a massive amount of entrepreneurs in this space. And I was like, oh, I got like the chills. It was just so much bigger and more powerful. The vocabulary that she was using were intentionally big and huge. And it's just, I believed her because I could hear the conviction that she's done work on her self-concept, that she's the type of person that could potentially do this. So fun. Then what negative emotions do I need to be willing to feel in order to follow through on these goals? So good. Always ask yourself that. How do people describe the future me? I like to think of this as like this gossip girl type situation where you like overhear someone talking about you, but instead of talking shit, they're like talking about the future you as like, oh my gosh, she is just relentless in her pursuits. Like I just, any goal that she sets, I just believe she's going to hit it. I just know that she's going to hit it. She believe in her so much because she just proves it. 
right? Like, how do you want people to talk about you in a candid, very like normal way? Like just, I don't want you guys to be like, I want them to think of me as the professional. Like this isn't a bio. I want you to think about it in the way that like strangers would talk about Ryan Gosling if they saw him on the subway. Like, what would they be saying, right? Imagine that's you. What What do you want? Pe- how do you want people to be describing you? Like, oh my God, that's her, she, and then describe you. Such a fun exercise. What am I currently believing is an obstacle to my success? Ooh, you guys, we do this in the impossible, impossible goal worksheet that I do with all of my clients. And it's so, so vital to first understand what are all the obstacles you think are in the way to achieving your goal. You write them all down and then we get to work on the thought plan, feeling plan, and action plan to overcoming them in advance. There's nothing that you cannot overcome. Fabulous. Then what does my future self think about those obstacles? So that's the follow-up question to the obstacles. What does my future self think about those obstacles now? Like, ha, I can't believe I thought that was like a problem. It's just so not a problem now. So fun. Okay. So play around with these questions that untether your brain from your past. Your reality is not fixed. It's fluid. And your reality lives as much in the future as it does in the past. Your future is in progress always. It's in progress right now based on what you're thinking and doing and feeling. As Les Brown says, and it's one of my favorite quotes ever, it ain't over until I win. Okay. So think about it like that. Now, Speaking of winning, let's just talk about a couple of things that you need to understand will undermine your goals before you even start. Okay. These are the most common ones I see. Needing people to support you, putting that in air quotes right now if you're not watching the YouTube video. I, why, I want to ask, like, why do I need my family or my significant other to support me? It's so important to ask that question because support is a feeling, right? And if we're using the model, we understand that the feeling of support doesn't come from what other people do or say, comes from our thoughts. We're the only people that can give ourselves the feeling of support. Now I get it. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But wouldn't it be so nice? Family or like, just like supported me. Like I deserve that, right? I just think about how impossible my success would have been if I made that a requirement. I would never have gotten started. I would have spent so much effort on trying to get everyone around me to understand and to see my vision before there was anything for them to really see. Of course, they don't fucking believe in you. Like, guys, think about this for a second. They love you. The people that love you the most are going to want to protect you. Makes total sense, right? If they don't see proof that you can do this, they're probably more scared than you are to go after your own goals because they don't have any control and they want you to feel happy. That's one of our fatal flaws as human beings. We just want everyone to feel happy. Happiness was the goal. We would just like be scared of everything that actually brings happiness backwards, but happiness isn't the goal. It's always going to be 50-50. We want aliveness. That's what I want anyway. So support yourself. If you are wasting your time looking for everyone else to support you, like my parents, and I say this with the most love. I know my mom listens to the show. 
like they really didn't support me in that classic way that you always dream someone would when I said, okay, like I'm being a life coach and I was newly divorced and you know, I didn't have a strong income. Like they had no reason to believe it was going to suddenly work out. I'd been doing it for two years and I had still only had like two clients. Right. And they were like, you are a single mom now. You need to get a real job until you can put, you know, have enough money to like then go and do it as a luxury. Like this is the real world. You're an adult now. Right. And it wasn't what I wanted to hear. But at the end of the day, if I tried to spend my efforts and my energy and my time convincing them, I would not have had the energy or the efforts or the time to go all in on my business, which I did. And you know what? I didn't even hold it against them because I got why they were scared, right? I didn't have the evidence yet. So before you have the evidence that you can hit this goal, you need to support yourself and stop wasting your time looking, trying to manipulate other people into believing in you so that you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself deeply 100%, then when someone else questions it, you're just like, they're confused. Move on. The end. Okay. Number two, attachment to the circumstances going a certain way. So if you're like, okay, I want to make a million dollars, but if COVID comes back around and my shop shuts down for a little bit, I don't know if that's not going to be, that's not going to really be possible. Or if you know, I wasn't expecting to X, Y, Z. I don't care what happens this year to me. I'm hitting my goals no matter what. If your circumstances need to be a certain way in order for you to hit your goals, you are suffering from a lack of commitment and a lack of belief. So just know that it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. I just recently had this. I have a peer who just found out that her son is going to get a kidney transplant, but it's like one of these three-way things where she has to give her kidney to someone else so that her son gets a kidney transplant. And it like happened out of nowhere. And now she's trying to like rework her goals. And I'm like, no, why? Like your, your job now is to double down on selling yourself and the belief that it can happen in a different way in a different time frame. Like, what's the downside of still believing in that? Even if she doesn't fully hit it, do we back off of our goals so that we don't feel failure? No, failure is the point, right? It's where we learn. It's where we grow and believing in ourselves when there's no evidence or proof or when the math is not quite adding up, that's what sh- where the magic happens, Okay. So the circumstances don't have to go a certain way for this goal to work out. We decide in advance, no matter what, I am committed to this result. No matter if it's the 11th hour, committed to this result. Needing to understand the how. Okay, so this one's pretty basic. I think I've talked about this on another podcast. I'm going to just say it briefly, but your future is part mystery. The road there and the how of how you're going to achieve this goal are not certain. You're going to have to try lots of things. You're going to have to try to go through trial and error. You're going to collect failures as that's a very specific process that I work on with my clients, but it does not matter. Only failure and learning and the inevitability of your results are certain. I'm going to repeat that. The only certainty in this process over the next year are your result. You're going to get your result no matter what. 
and failure is certain along the way and learning is certain. But the how and the path and the exact way that it's going to happen, we don't get to know that. So stop trying to figure out the exact how. Pick the way that you want to do. Pick the action plan. Attack it with everything that you have. Take massive action. Fail. Learn. Pick yourself back up. Create a new plan. Do it over and over and over again until you win. Okay? It ain't over until you win. And then through the whole time, your main job is to resell yourself on your belief while you're failing and while you're flat on your face and while you're crying in the bathroom. Like, you guys, (laughs) this is what the process looks like. Okay. So the last one that I see tripping people up a lot is the belief that you don't know. Like, I just... I don't know is not an option. I tell my clients all the time, you're not allowed to say the words I don't know to me. Because when you say it, you're telling your brain, okay, this is who I am. I'm limited. Don't proceed. Don't problem solve. Don't find a solution. Like your brain's like, okay, got the memo. It's like if you just typed, I don't know what I'm doing into Google, Google would be like, okay. (laughs) Like that's not a good way to use your brain, which is a search engine. Right? You want to ask it high quality questions and you'll get tons of options and results and you'll get s- potential solutions. But if you say, I don't know, it is the same thing as typing, I don't know, into Google. You're not going to get anywhere. Okay. So the belief that you don't know what to do is not only not true, but it's it's going to be the thing that makes it true. Right. If you believe you don't know, you don't know. So if you want it to be a reality, keep going with that. But I don't think anyone here does. Okay. So setting goals in conclusion, you guys, setting goals is about claiming your future. It's how we shorten the gap between who, between who we are and who we want to be. That is the point of set, setting the goals. The more time we spend connecting to our future in our mind, the quicker it appears in our real world. So when you can use this vocabulary, when you can sell yourself on the new self-concept, when you can speak in a way, like I did it very intentionally earlier in this episode. I said, when I was giving you guys the example of the one that I have to let go, I said, of the million dollar business that I'm creating. I didn't say the million dollar business that I want. I'm just in the process of creating it. I already created it in my future. And I've practiced thinking that so many times that the way that I t- speak about it is uncertainty. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't feel doubt along the way or failure or fear or like, what the fuck? Like, can this just work this time? Like, I feel all of those things too. But my job is to just continue to sell myself and to show up from that place of believing no matter what. Okay. So it's inevitable. You just have to have the audacity to believe in things that no one else can see yet. And that's why you don't need the support of your loved ones. When you give it to them, when you give it to yourself, they see that and that will eventually grow their belief. And then when you start to have some proof, they'll either jump on board Or you'll realize, okay, you know what? Maybe they don't love me or they're not able to show me the love in the way that I need. And you will distance yourself from them. But more likely than not, they're just trying to protect you and they do have love for you. And this is the way that they show it right now because you don't have the proof yet. It's not their fault. Okay, so summon your goals, summon them. Love thinking about it like that. Like I'm just like 
Snap, come to me, goals. Summon your goals by conversing with your future self. She's already done it. She knows what to do. She knows even like how you did it. So don't be super attached to the how, but you could be like, how do we do it? Did we hire this girl or did we not? And all of a sudden it'll become clear. You'll be like, yeah, we got to hire that podcast producer, Christine and Danny. You got to hire them, right? It's like, that's how I made the decision to hire them. I just asked my future self, did we hire them or did we do this with on our own this year? It's like, no, we definitely didn't do it on our own. It's just not the path to a million, right? So she's already done it. She's kind of a big deal. Do you get that yet? Your future self is a big deal. Let's work on it together. I'm going to keep mentioning it every episode until, well, really, gosh, it's only like two more episodes, but one-on-one coaching is coming to a close. I will no longer be accepting one-on-one clients after January 15th. So if you have been listening to this, this podcast and you've been thinking about it, if you were just like ready for a fresh start in 2022, or you're not really ready, but you're like, shit, maybe I just need to need that extra push or that extra accountability... I am here for you. Now is the time. This is the sign. So jump in. And if you're listening to this episode, it's after January 15th. No worries. No worries. It's just group coaching. It's equally as valuable, just a different method, right? So I cannot wait to uh, work with you guys in whichever capacity makes sense for you on these goals, on connecting to your future self so that you can really see that she is as real as your past self. All right, you guys have a beautiful new year and let's get going. Hey, hapsters. If you want to learn more about today's topic, head over to whatshappening.com forward slash podcast. That's what's happening. W-H-A-T-S-H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G.com forward slash podcast. If you're a business owner and you're resonating with what we talk about here, what are you even doing? Come hang out with me over where the party's at on Instagram at what's happening WJS. Again, that's happy H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G and book a discovery call to see if coaching is your next best step. 